Funding for this program is provided by Big Podcast. It's the marketing podcast for podcasters, also known as Build a Big Podcast. I'm David Hooper. This is the podcast about growing your podcast, making something people care about, getting people to talk about it, getting people to pay you money, or just being paid money. That money doesn't necessarily have to come from your listeners. Maybe it's sponsors. Whatever, man. We're going to talk about all of it. This is the audio edition of my weekly newsletter. That is called Big Podcast Insider. It comes out every Friday morning, New York City time. If you want it, or if you just want to follow along, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. On this episode, why podcasts during the holiday season? Does your podcast stack up? Audio Audit, an automated quality checking tool for podcasts. The 10 best chat GPT prompts for content strategy. If you use Descript, I've got a description knockoff for you, only $49. We need to talk about your boundaries, how Apple shaped podcasting. Also some classified ads, things that I think will help you grow your podcast, build a bigger audience, make money with your podcast. The things that this podcast is about. This episode of Build a Big Podcast brought to you by Riverside.fm, the leading platform to record studio quality, remote podcast and video. 70,000 people and companies use it. I'm talking about companies like Spotify, the New York Times, it records locally on each participant's computer, then uploads everything to the cloud. That allows you to get the highest quality possible in terms of audio and video. You do a video podcast? Well, Riverside handles that too. Unbelievably high recording quality, regardless of where you or your guests are. You were the last episode that I did. Dan Hughley from Focusrite. Laurel, Montana. Where is that? I don't know. In the middle of nowhere. But he sounded great because we did what we call a double ender. Riverside.fm allows you to do that. It takes all the technology out of it. I mean, they're doing the technology, you're not. You're focusing on your interview. All you do is give your guest a link. That's it. The guest opens it up in the Chrome browser. Boom. Inside the Riverside studio, you're instantly connected and you sound like you're in the same room. If you want to check it out right now, you can do that for free. They're going to give you a couple of hours. Look under the hood. Kick the tires. See if it works for you. That's enough for an interview or two. Riverside.fm. Go there now before you forget. Sign up. If you want to keep it, be a paying customer. This is how to do it got a discount code for you. It's Big Podcast, B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That's going to get you 15% off. That's Riverside.fm. Go there right now. Try it for free. And if you want to stick around, the discount code to get 15% off, Big Podcast, B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. It's a holiday edition of Build a Big Podcast, kind of. I got a couple things about the holidays in this episode for you because you've got a good opportunity in front of you. I want you to make the most of it. Everything that I'm talking about here, it is linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. And as I go from thing to thing to thing, you are going to hear this sound. That's how you know I've gone to the next thing. And here's how it works. Why podcast during the holiday season? I talked to a podcaster earlier this week. He had a question about releasing podcasts over the holiday season. And the holiday season, we're going to call it the next six to eight weeks as you know, I've got a background in the music industry and a lot of entertainment industries are like this. Everything shuts down at Thanksgiving and doesn't really get going until, I don't know, middle of January, roll on in for the new year. <laughs> Maybe we should start this thing back up because once the holiday season kicks in, people are thinking about different things. This is something that can work for you it's going to work for you if you're on a podcast chart, for example. No new podcasts are being launched right now. Meaning, if you've got a charting position with your podcast on a podcast chart, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever the chart is, you're probably going to stay there for the next eight weeks. Nothing moves during this time. 
If you think you need to take a break from your podcasting schedule, a holiday is a great reason to do that. But keep in mind that, one, not everybody is where you are. For example, this week in the United States, Thanksgiving, that was about six weeks ago in Canada. Some countries don't have a Thanksgiving. They think, what? What are you guys talking about? Also, related to this, not everybody celebrates every holiday. Those people, either people outside of your country, people who are not where you are, or people who are not celebrating the holiday that you're thinking of, they want a podcast, man, because those guys have lives that are going on. They are not shutting down like a lot of people are. Number three, podcasts are time-shifting and be listened to at any time, even if you release one on a holiday. So if it is a holiday for you, it's a holiday for them, good, good. Let them listen to it later. They can do that with podcasting. That is one of the great things about podcasting. However, before that holiday and after that holiday, what are people doing? They're traveling. People often travel during holiday periods. They've got extra time to listen to podcasts. So that's a one-two punch. You've got the ability to time shift and you've got somebody who's got more time to listen to things. Reason number five, people are often lonely during holiday periods. They're going to find a new episode of your podcast extra helpful in combating this. I saw something today, and you may have seen it, it comes around every year. It said, keep in mind that this Thanksgiving, or insert your holiday here, is the first Thanksgiving, or insert holiday here, that someone is having without a mother, a father, sister, brother, son, daughter. Holidays can be difficult for people. Maybe you've got a dysfunctional family. And even if you've got the family together, (laughs) maybe you want to hear something different than your racist uncle. Your podcast can be that thing. Reason number six, because so many podcasts don't release new episodes over the holiday period, you're going to have less competition for your podcast. Let's say I listen to 10 podcasts every week. Only five release new episodes. I'm more likely to get to yours because I've got half the options to listen to. Right now is a great opportunity to release episodes. Number seven, there are a lot of things that are getting ready to go on sale. Many of them electronic devices where people can listen to podcasts. Also, gift giving. People are on the receiving end of these podcast listening devices. So if you've got a new podcast listening device, such as a mobile phone or a media player, you're going to be actively looking for new things to listen to. Maybe one of those things for some people will be an episode of your podcast. Overall, releasing a podcast on the holiday can be a strategic move that enhances the podcasting experience for both you and listeners. It's going to foster engagement and connection in a unique way. Holiday episodes are often a time for us to show our humanity, talk about family, talk about things that we don't necessarily talk about during the regular year. If you want more thoughts on this, I've got a new daily newsletter. It is at daily.bigpodcast.com. All this week, I've got thoughts on the holiday season, how to take advantage of it for your podcast, for your message, to set yourself up for the new year that's coming up. That's daily.bigpodcast.com. Of course, the list that I just went through, these seven things on why I think you should release new podcast episodes during the holiday season, if you're up for it, that's at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. How does your podcast stack up? What do high growth podcasters do differently as far as creating, producing, and marketing their shows? The 2023 Podcast Marketing Trends study was just released. Here are some things of note. Why do people podcast? 
Why do you podcast? Think about that. 27% of podcasters podcast to build an audience. 27% of podcasters podcast to build authority or personal brand. 16% of podcasters podcast for fun. They don't care about an audience. Well, well, okay. They say they don't. I'd do this for me. Even if nobody was listening, I'd still do this for me. Hey, that's great. That's great. You're going to be a better host. Sometimes you can work through things. I've got a daily podcast that I do. It is a practice podcast for me to be better behind the mic. I don't care if people listen to it or not. I do publish it because it ups the ante on me that somebody could find it. (laughs) I actually just had to switch feeds on it. So many people were listening to what I call the Sausage Factory podcast, and you'll see this in Podchaser. And sometimes it would be the last thing that I would do during the day. Midnight, 1230 a.m. I'm like, hey, everybody, it's the daily podcast. I'm reading, improvising, thinking on my feet, going through the motions. These episodes, I don't know, 15, 30 minutes sometimes. Again, it's me doing mic work. And I thought about it. I thought, well, I don't know if I want somebody who has just been introduced to me to hear something, one, that's not edited, but two, is something that I'm recording in the middle of the night. (laughs) It might not be the best first impression. So I've moved it, but yeah, I'm still doing it. And I think that's fine. I think it's fine to do something just for fun. But if you're like most people, it's over half of people, 54% are either trying to build an audience, build authority, or build a personal brand. If you're in that pocket and I'm there with you, you are definitely not alone. What's the business model? 25% have back-end coaching or consulting work. That's me. 20% have back-end freelance services. Yeah, I got some of that too. 13% advertising. Yeah, I got that too. (laughs) Some people rely only on one of those things, and I think that's fine. Something that I have found, though, from over 25 years of being self-employed, running my own companies, it is good to have options. And I believe this across the board. It is good to have different distribution methods for your podcast, different ways for people to pay you, different things that you are selling. Sometimes things are hot. Sometimes things are not so hot. So it's good for you to have options. If you can build more of these things into your podcast, backend coaching, consulting, freelance services, advertising, great, great. I didn't have advertising on this podcast for a long, long time. And only recently have done that. I'd say, yeah, I don't know, the last 18 months or so. Because people kept coming to me. I was having to turn them away. Hey, man, let me get on that. Let me get on that. Let me get on that. People come to me. I don't have to go to them. Let me give you some money. Okay. Okay. So I try to get in and out, give you something that's going to work for you. That's my advice for anybody who wants to have advertising. You don't hear me talking about Casper mattresses or BetterHelp. Although some podcasters could probably use a good night of sleep and some therapy. I certainly could. (laughs) but I try to work with companies that are very specific for podcasting. When you listen to the classified ads at the end of this episode, they're very specific to podcasters. You can't just come to me and say, hey, I'll give you money for this supplement. And I've had that happen before. Yeah, podcasters could use it. Like, yeah, well, anybody can use a supplement, but I don't take on advertisers like that because I don't feel that it's a match. So when you think about advertising, realize this, it can fit into your podcast. And if you're doing these other things, you want to add advertising onto it, You're not going to be the only one doing it. Could be a good opportunity for you. Consider it. How many downloads do you need? Let's talk about the median show. 521 downloads per episode. 1,425 total downloads per month. That's median. Meaning if there are 500 podcasters, right there at 250, that's what this guy's getting. 
421 downloads per episode, 1,425 total episode downloads per month. The median annual growth rate, 21%, but 21% of shows have double listenerships. There's a lot of opportunity here. Median frequency of episodes, one per week, one every seven days. And the median episode length, 37 minutes. If you want more of these statistics and a direct link to the 2023 podcast marketing trends results, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Audio Audit, an automated quality checking tool for podcasts. Audio Audit will analyze your podcast episodes and identify common problems that you might have missed, including volume and loudness, silence at the beginning or end of your episodes, restarted sentences, restarted sentences. (laughs) That's what that sounds like. I do that all the time. Profanities and swearing. Do that all the time, but it's never in the studio, just haphazardly. If something does come out on tape, it is always bleeped. Encoding and compression, also metadata. This is not a bad flight check. And in the case of profanities and swearing or restarted sentences, it can save you from something that's a potential embarrassment for you. I think a check for restarted sentences would be great for audiobooks, something with a script, because that's very common. You flub a word, three or four words into a sentence, you start over again. I just heard an audiobook. This guy's a New York Times bestselling author. And I counted at least three restarted sentences. I liked it. I thought it was cool. He apologized to the engineer on one of them. He said, oh, hey, sorry. Restarts again. Somehow it slipped through. Had a couple of them later on in the book. This is a guy that I know. I sent him a text. I said, just so you know, you've got a couple of flubs in here, but I actually like them. They show that you're human. It makes me feel like I'm part of the moment. Like you're actually reading this to me in one session rather than, and I'm speaking for me personally, 30 hours of reading to whittle it down to a 10-hour audiobook. I make so many mistakes on my reads. I make so many mistakes on this podcast. You don't hear it because I never release the bloopers. But right now, I'm 23 minutes and 44 seconds in. Look at your timer. Big Podcast Supercomputer, give me the time. This is the Big Podcast Supercomputer with a courtesy time check. This episode is at the 14 minute and 28 second mark. 9 minutes and 16 seconds. Approximately 39% of the original tape has been cut. There you go. Big Podcast Supercomputer, always doing the math for my mistakes, for how much editing actually happens on these episodes. I make a ton of mistakes that people never hear. And this is with practice. This is with me doing this daily practice episodes every single day, not just five days a week, three days a week. It's called daily, right? Seven days a week. And that's with me doing hundreds of radio episodes, hundreds of podcast episodes, years of podcasting and radio. And I make a ton of mistakes. Is that perfection? Ah, maybe I should call better help. Talk about that. (laughs) I think we have a tendency with anything, not just podcasting, to start to notice things at a minute level as we get better. You slur your words at first, blah, 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 blah. Somebody mentions it or you hear it in the edit. You think, "Eh, I need to do better there. Or you don't like the intonation or you don't like something. Maybe you hear some clicks in your throat. You fix it. The more you know, the more you've got to fix. You would think that the longer you podcast, you would actually get quicker at recording podcasts. Maybe not. Maybe not. Not for me. 
because I realize that I've got more things that I need to fix. Audio audit, it can show you some of the things. Some things like loudness, compression, metadata, depending on how you edit your audio, how you handle your post-production, it can be easily handled by automation. That's not something that I think a flight check is absolutely necessary for. But those restored sentences, profanities, Dave Jackson from School of Podcasting, I was a guest on his show, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about a text message that I got. I was excited to get this text message. And I said, yeah, that was my response. Dave and I had a laugh about that. Everything got bleeped out. Then he mentioned it again as a callback. He didn't bleep it out the next time. And I was shocked. I was like, oh, 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 kind of made me clutch my pearls a little bit. I was thinking about letting him know. I was like, nah, maybe he did that on purpose. He didn't do it on purpose. Apparently a lot of other people did let him know. They thought the same way. It could be nice to have a check like that. The four letter word check. Something slipped through. Well, you've got that check. It's audio audit an automated quality checking tool for your podcast. If you want the link to it, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. The 10 best chat GPT prompts for content strategy. Content strategy, that's what we do as podcasters, right? No? (laughs) That's a question to ask yourself. Do you think ahead about the podcast episodes that you want to release? Do you have a content schedule for your podcast? If so, you're going to find these chat GPT prompts for content strategy helpful. And even if you take content strategy as it comes with your podcast, you're going to find these approaches to using AI helpful in the way you work. These are prompts to help you create episode ideas, episode outlines, episode titles, episode intros, headlines and subjects for any emails that you do, episode notes, social media posts, guest outreach emails. How are you using AI for your podcast? What are your favorite AI-related tools? Let me know. I'm on Mastodon, Blue Sky, Threads. You want these prompts? I got them linked. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. If you use Descript, this is a tool. It's only $49. It's going to save you some money. It might replace Descript for you. I'm not a fan of Descript for fine edits of your podcast. With that said, my editing process on this podcast, this very episode that you're listening to, I record the podcast. And by the way, since we're talking about editing, right now I'm at 30 minutes and 50 seconds of raw tape. Big Podcast Supercomputer, give me that update. This is the Big Podcast Supercomputer with a courtesy time check. This episode is at the 18 minute and 50 second mark. 12 minutes, approximately 39% of the original tape has been cut. So you can see that I've been editing all along even since you last heard that update. I've run this thing through Descript. I've looked for the junk that needs to be removed. The big holes, the false starts, some of the bigger issues that I've got with this podcast that I don't necessarily need to listen to again. But for the minutia, the fine edits, always, 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 always listen to your podcast. Never release an audio product like your podcast episode that has been edited like it is a written product. They are not the same things. But if you like this kind of edit, these first round edits, ReSound, that's the name of the tool. $49 for life, developed by the same professional audio engineers that do Culpable and 15 other number one podcasts. You can use it to automatically detect filler words. I'm talking about ums and ahs. Automatically detect long and boring silences. Mm, I'm skeptical of that. Sometimes you want a nice pregnant 
pause. But you can be the judge of that. You can make your own edits, mix and master audio, export your favorite file formats. For me, M4A, love it. Better than MP3. It's compressed. It's almost, almost as compatible. It's going to save you on your hosting costs. Very similar to Descript. If you're using Descript now, check it out because it's only $49 for life. You're going to save yourself some money. I've got it linked, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. We need to talk about your boundaries. Most of the podcasters I know got into podcasting in order to share their enthusiasm about a certain topic and to help people. In addition, a lot of people make podcasts, are you one of these people? Because they want to be liked. They want somebody to pay attention to them. When these elements are combined, it can make it difficult for podcasters to say no to requests for audience access. What I mean by that is somebody who wants to be a guest on your podcast or somebody who wants you to talk about something, give a shout out and mention, let your audience know about something. Maybe it's not even your podcast. Maybe it's a social media mention, a link. If you've got a blog or episode notes for your podcast, how many times have you gotten emails that say, hey, you know, I noticed you mentioned these resources. Would it be possible for you to also mention this resource? Those people are being paid by SEO companies. They're simply trying to get links into something so they can rank higher on SEO. And if we're people who want to be liked, sometimes we have a hard time saying no. These situations can be especially overwhelming at the end of the year, right where we are right now. Because people are looking for help with holiday promotions or they're getting ready to start the new year with fresh start promotions. So there are a lot of people asking a lot of us right now. Hey, let me be on your podcast. Oh, we've got to get it on now, 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 because I've got this launch in January. We've got to get it on now. February is not going to work for me. You may feel pressure about that. And that is why I'm here to remind you that it's your podcast and you call the shots. You control the timeline. Their timeline doesn't affect you. You do what's best for you. You do what's best for your audience. This means that you can also change your mind about working with a guest at any time, even if you've already recorded an interview. I've had issues, especially working with agents, where people promise the moon, man. Oh, yeah, he's a great guest. Yeah, he's great. Oh, he's amazing. Totally personal. Yeah, good talker. Does he have a good mic? Oh, man, he's got the best mic. The best. It's going to sound like he's on a 100,000-watt station, man. The best. Some guy calls in going through a fast food drive through Oh, yeah, hold on a second, man. I got to put order in. Uh, dude, we're doing an interview. <laughs> this is going out to people, man. I can't have Taco Bell in the background. If you get into a situation like that, the interview isn't good. You don't have to release it. You say no at any time. In fact, if you're not getting what you need during the interview, maybe you want to reschedule the interview. Uh, hey, man, I'm really not getting what I need. Or just wrap it up. Wrap it up. Oh, yeah, I got what I need. <laughs> We did this with a guy and I do audio only. <laughs> so I can't really see what's going on a lot of times, but I got the feeling that this dude is in his living room. He's on a couch. I think he might've mentioned this and we're hearing like, boom, boom. He's knocking the pillows with his fist. That's what it sounded like. I said, man, we're getting some weird sounds. So whatever that was, that stopped. But then some other stuff happened. It just wasn't working for us. So I said, all right, man, got what I need. 
He said, oh man, I, mean, I thought this was going to be an hour. This is for the radio show. No, no, we, we, we got what we need. We're going to, we're going to clip this up and, uh, and make something happen with it. We just dropped it. I mean, we're not going to get into it right there. You know, like, no, dude, you didn't show up right. His book through an agent. He was not delivering what was promised. My time had already been spent prepping this thing, but I've got my engineer on there and I've got a producer on there. I'm wasting their time now. You're not going to get in here and waste three people's time. And then my engineer, she's going to have to edit it, wasting her time more. And then we got 30,000 people who listen to this thing every week. You're not going to do that, man. You've got to show up correctly. It's your podcast. It's your rules. And if you've got somebody who's not showing up playing by those rules, do not feel bad about cutting it short. Do not feel bad about editing it. Just taking a clip, not doing anything with it and letting it die. Interviewing people is a two-way street. You're going to do your research. You're going to do your pre-interviews. You're going to do everything that you can to make sure that you get something good. But when the rubber meets the road and that guest comes online for a remote interview or you're getting together, if that guest can't deliver, no reason to throw good time, good money, good resources after bad. I'd love to hear your stories. You got bad interview stories? Reach out to me. Maybe we'll make this a thing. Hey, here's a bad interview story. I'm going to think about that. You got something? You want that? Let me know. Reach out to me, Mastodon, Threads, Blue Sky, whatever, man. You know where to find me. Reach out. Let me know those bad interview stories. We're going to make this a thing. Let's do it. More thoughts on this, those links to get in touch with me, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. How Apple shaped podcasting. A lot of people hate the name podcasts. Do you know about this? I don't hear people talking about it much anymore. But iPod, that was a thing when we started about 20 years ago. It was a thing, man iPod. Oh my gosh. Put your entire song library in your pocket. Amazing. So we've got this name podcast and a lot of people don't like it. People wanted to call it netcast. Well, that was one of the names. There were a few names that came up. People didn't like being affiliated with iPods, but also when iPods went away, people really didn't like being affiliated with iPods. Oh, you need an iPod to listen to one of those. Oh, I don't have an iPod anymore. That's how the discussions would go. I've got an 11-minute segment from WNYC. Ironically, not a podcast, but a broadcast radio station that talks about where podcasting is and how it got here. It is worth a listen. Know your history. Know why we do the things that we do. Good, bad, and ugly. Because some of the things that we do in podcasting, some of them are bad habits. And if you think, ah, who cares? I don't care about the past. There's also part of this about how Apple's latest iPhone update is going to affect your podcast and the number of episodes that are downloaded. This is something that is affecting a lot of podcasts right now, especially those with advertisers that are paying per download. This is why I tell people never, ever, 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 ever do a CPM deal. Never pay per download. Pay for the job, man. Flat rate, bake it in. It's almost like going to a restaurant, no tips. Don't attach a bunch of fees. Be like Ticketmaster or Airbnb. <laughs> oh, I got this room. Yes, $79. By the time you get out of there, cleaning fees, late fees, phone fees, fee fi fo phone fees, $400 room. That is what CPM is. Flat rate, man. Flat rate. Make it easy for people to decide whether to work with you and your podcast. Anyway, if you want more thoughts on this, how Apple shaped podcasting is still shaping podcasting, I've got them. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Classified ads for you. These are things that I think will help you to grow your podcast, build a bigger audience, make a podcast that matters. 
Swell AI automates writing podcast summaries, articles, social posts, and more. We're talking about automated episode notes. If you do not like writing episode notes, Swell AI is for you. You can manage multiple shows in one dashboard, build custom templates for each show. You can connect it to Google Drive, Dropbox, and Zoom. It can automatically download your audio and give you the notes that you need. Will you have to edit them? Yeah, man. Yeah, you're going to want to perfect them just like you edit your podcast episode. But it's pretty good. It's going to save you a lot of time. You can get started for free. I've got it linked. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Book like a boss. Automated guest booking for podcasters. If you're tired of missing interviews, Book Like a Boss handles all the little details when it comes to guest booking. You will have automated guest scheduling. How great would that be? You can do it with Book Like a Boss. You'll get automatic reminders, including text messages sent to guests. Book Like a Boss integrates with all email and calendar software. If you're sick of guests not showing up, showing up late, getting time zones mixed up, having to reschedule, don't be. Book Like a Boss is going to handle all these things for you. You can try it free. I've got a special link for you. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Hey, when you are ready, this is how I can help you even more. It's called Big Podcast AMP Audio Monetization Program. If you like the newsletter, if you like me, man, if you like me, you want more of me, thank you. Thank you very much. You can do it. Big Podcast AMP Audio Monetization Program. It's a personal coaching program. It has been designed to help you do three things. One, grow your podcast audience. Two, get people talking about your podcast. Three, make more money with your podcast. Here's where to get details. Bigpodcast.com slash AMP, A-M-P. Bigpodcast.com slash AMP. Again, that stands for Audio Monetization Program. You want that? Monetize your audio? Yeah, man, let's do it. Bigpodcast.com slash AMP, A-M-P. Thanks for listening to Build a Big Podcast. If you want to make sure that you never miss an episode, I talked about this interview that I've got with Dan Hughley. The first part's already out. This is about how to set up your space for optimal recording. And what I mean by that is getting your guests at ease, getting those interviews out of the guests that you want, those interviews that really connect with people. How do you bring that out of a guest? We talked about that on the first part. That is already out. It's at bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. That'll make sure that you get it. It will also make sure you get the next part of this interview. And that is about how to build a studio on a budget. If you don't know Dan Hughley, he works for Focusrite. Focusrite makes the scarlet boxes that are in between the mics and computers of podcasters everywhere. I'm talking into a mic that is going into a scarlet box right now, a Focusrite 4i4. It is a great piece of gear. We're gonna talk all about that, how to make your podcast sound better. The technical elements of getting a good recording, that is next on Build a Big Podcast. It will be available to you free when you subscribe to this podcast at bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. I've got three buttons for you. I make it easy, man. Android, iPhone, RSS, Pick your poison. One click is all it takes to subscribe to Build a Big Podcast. And you like QR codes? I got one of those too. Scan it. The podcast is sucked down to your phone, regardless of what kind of phone it is. You will never miss an episode. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. Go there now before you forget. And I'll see you on the next episode of Build a Big Podcast.